Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Today, we're going to close out the bees. Hopefully, I'm just going to flow. I'm not going to do all this. We've already had such a wonderful encounter today with God. And uh, the toilet of the table is a nice little word to take home with you. So I don't have to do too much of this. I like the toilet of the table. I like the mess of the meal. I like that. I think that's what God is saying to us now. Uh, and it's not really, it's not really stop irritating us. Stop bringing us only mess. It's, it's more so you don't have to go through so much mess and manure. You don't have to really endure that much. We applaud your strength for getting through it, but what if you didn't have to go through it? Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Because I know who I be, I walk with a level of confidence. That's what the bees is all about. For the visitors, you see people in here with yellow or black and white or stripes or whatever. We, rep, we know who we be. Amen. The essence of the whole sermon is we're, 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 we're graduating from human tryings to human beings. That we've cultivated a life subliminally of trying everything we're engaged in or, or everything we are part of, we're trying. You're trying to be successful. You're trying to be loved. You're trying to be accepted. You're trying to be down with this crew. Trying to, and it takes too much energy to keep trying. God never made us human tryings. He made us human beings. So if this crew don't like who you be, find your be tried. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't become a person who lives a life of trying. Because when you settle for a life of trying instead of being, the life of trying is a step or a few stages below the intended level for you to live. So you've accepted a lower level lifestyle so you can try to be something instead of being who God has called you to be. Are you understanding that? We've established already that trying is like religion. We need God's acceptance, so we'll try. We'll do this. We'll, we'll, our, 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 our acts and our behavior will solidify our relationship with God. Yeah. What I do means I'm a son of God. That's trying. But relationship is I, I know who I be. I be a son of God regardless of my behavior. Regardless of my mistakes, regardless of what I've done, I still be a child of God. I think about that a lot. I think about parents who might be and who have all, my, my mother has said this of me many times, that she's embarrassed of me. And, and, you know, I can't believe he did that. And I didn't teach him that. And he knows better. And you hard head and you up, all of that. Because I knew better than how I acted. So even though I acted against my name, it didn't change it. If you're a child of God, and your behavior does not reflect the child of God, it doesn't change the fact that you are still. 
a child of God. It doesn't change any of that. You are in relationship. You are stuck. Nothing shall separate you from his love. Let me move it quickly. He said, look, the first thing he told us to be, watch this, y'all. The first thing he told us to be was fruitful in Genesis. You can go to it. He said, let us make man, and, and, and he told him to be fruitful and multiply. That's the first be he told us. Not be right, be holy, be sinless, be flawless. Nothing like that. Nothing about lifestyle. All about purpose. All about purpose. If you want to help rescue someone from a toxic lifestyle, remind them of their purpose. Don't keep telling them how wrong the situation they're in is. I can't believe you. You're doing drugs now? Now you know good and well your, your father's a pastor. And you know. That don't encourage me to come out of bondage. Because everything you're saying, I already know. And I'm still choosing this lifestyle or this behavior. But when you remind me that God still sees me as his own. Ooh. All right, let me get into it. So be fruitful and multiply. So much in that be fruitful. It's not just be blessed. And it's, God is not saying have fruit. He's not trying to get you fruit. He's trying to make us fruitful. Okay, he's not trying to get you fruit. He's trying to make you fruitful. And a lot of people in life are waiting for things to come to them. And you have to become the thing it comes to. Okay, hold on. Are y'all hearing me? You have to become the object that that thing is attracted to instead of just waiting on fruit. Be fruitful. Are you hearing me? But, we don't, but what we don't understand about being fruitful is God is saying a whole lot of things. Whether it's crops or whether it's a, 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 a regeneration, right? Adam, be fruitful. Make more kids. Make more humans. Regenerate. Repopulate the earth. It's a huge responsibility to be fruitful because what he's saying is not just be fruitful, but what he's saying is be diligent because if you're going to raise crops, you got to be diligent. Okay. Okay. So let me go on this side. When he says be fruitful, he's saying be faithful because you got to tend to the ground every day. If you have a new fruit or new baby. You got to feed that every day. You got to be faithful. So when God is saying be fruitful, he's saying be faithful. Oh, okay. We don't, we don't like this part. Okay, let's, let's take it from having a baby. Be fruitful, right? Have a baby. So that means pain is involved in fruitfulness. Being fruitful means that you thought your last push would be your last push. But you got to push again. Uh-oh. That's what it means to be fruitful. I thought I did it already, but push again. You got to have this baby. You got... Because if you stop pushing, you and the baby could die. You and your vision could die. You and your career will die. You and your marriage will die. You and your family will not make it. Look at your neighbor and say, keep pushing, keep pushing. So fruitful means I got to keep pushing. Fruitful means I got to be uh, responsible. And most of us are not fruitful. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have businesses. Our, our career's not kicking off. You call yourself an entrepreneur, but it's not doing anything because we're not responsible. We're not diligent. We're not faithful. And we don't push. It's so much. We want the results, but not the responsibility. Come on, y'all. 
So when he says be fruitful, he's telling you to become that thing. As a man thinketh in his heart, yeah, so is he. So God is trying to give you his word, give you his perspective of him. Because you already know what your family think of you. You Ray Ray. You done heard it all Thanksgiving and Christmas. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. You keep trying to tell him because you're 23 now. It's not Ray Ray. It's Raymond. <laughs> so you already know how your family sees you. You know how your friends see you. What up, our money? What up, our, I don't know what they, I don't know. Whatever, I don't know, our money was good, our money you good. You know what everybody calls you. You know how everybody sees you. But we don't know what God calls us. We don't know how he sees us. And it's imperative that we learn how God sees us. Because this is the key. No, let me not rush it. Let me not rush it. So we have to separate. A lot of, a lot of learning starts with unlearning first. Some of, some of us cannot afford to build new knowledge on old wisdom. You can't afford to build or new wisdom on old knowledge. You can't. You have to get rid of what you've learned. And that's the hardest part. New wine is easy. New wine skins is the issue. You can't pour new wine into old wine skins. Because you'll burst the bag and you'll waste the wine. So God is trying to pour new things into you, but you're still the old mindset. And you can't, come on now, and you don't see no prosperity and you see no blessings in your life because he's pouring new revelation in old mindsets. You got to change how you think, change how you see it. So when God pours something new in, you can hold it, you can carry it, you can bring it to fruition. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So Jacob had to have this fight. We talked about it last week. Jacob had this fight between who he was and who he was becoming. I'm going to move this quickly. The Bible says that Jacob was left alone. We started last week where he was left alone. But check this out. Read a couple verses before it, and it says this. During the night, Jacob got up, took his two wives, his two servant wives and his 11 sons and crossed the Jabok, Jabok River with them. Hmm. So Jacob is crossing over. Right? We're going into 2020. We're crossing over from 2019. Come on, y'all. To 2020. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm crossing over. And I'm taking you with me. He didn't go by himself. He got everybody he loved and he walked them over there. Y'all got to look at this. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. So he's walking back and forth across this river, bringing his family to the new place, going back, getting his possessions, bringing that. So don't just go to the new place alone. Bring those you love with you. If you coming up and God changed your mind about a certain thing, tell everybody around you, yeah, I know we used to talk about people, but we ain't gossiping in 2020. I got to speak life. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to come with me. You got to come with me. Because either way, I'm crossing over. Either way, I'm going to another level. I love you, so I'm inviting you. Your neighbor, you coming with me? You coming with me? 
ask him, you coming or no? Because I'm going. I can't stay here. I can't stay stuck. I got things to do. I got purpose to fulfill. I got destiny to walk in. I can't stay here. I, I, I can't stay here. I'm content, but I'm not settled. It's the difference between being content and being settled. When you're settled, you don't believe anything more can happen. But when you're content, you're saying, I'm waiting on my change to come. I'm not rushing you, I'm trusting you. That was good, right? That was good. He sent over all his possessions. This left Jacob alone. And a man came and wrestled him until dawn. Because Jacob was left alone because he sent everybody ahead of him. So he wasn't betrayed or deserted. He essentially said, before I cross over, I got to deal with something. Yeah, I got to deal with something before... I cross over and live before we cross over to 2020. God said, I want you to deal with something real quick. Because there are certain things you can't take. And y'all, y'all, I know y'all feeling me right here. It's certain things that should not go with you into the next year. It's certain behavior patterns, it's certain habits, it's certain mindsets that is not eligible for your next level. So, I got to deal with this. So essentially, Jacob said, you know what? Give me a minute. Give me, give me a minute. Le- 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 now I was left alone, but leave me alone. You're going to have to learn how to say, hold on, give me a minute. Leave me alone for a second. To that person who can't go 10 minutes without texting you, I know it's your boo, but after a while, you're going to have to say, give me... You're going to have to learn to tell people you love, I need my mental space for a second. It got quiet to my left. Where am I? Y'all with me over here? I still love you. We ain't breaking up. I'm not mad at you. I just need a minute. I got to deal with some things concerning me because I cannot continue to be a help to you if I don't deal with the things going on inside of me. So if you want me to remain a support to you, leave me alive. season just for a season just for a minute if you're gonna walk in who you be you can't be afraid to disappoint people I'm not saying that's your goal and I'm not saying that will happen all the time but you can't fear it if it happens it happens that's not my intent if I hurt your feelings I hurt your feelings that's not what I mean to do gotta take time to take time to learn me so I can learn God we don't know God because we don't know us and we don't know us because our space is filled with other somebody say leave me alone You got to learn to be okay being by yourself. 
Oh, it got quiet. And we was just running around the whole church. Come on, Liv, give me 15 minutes to, 20 minutes to. <laughs> you got to be okay with isolation. Stop. Stop making synonymous isolation with abandonment. Just because you're alone this season, you were not abandoned. I got to tuck you. I got to hide you. Oh, because I got to deal with some stuff. If I don't deal with this, you can never become a new creature. If I don't deal with this, you can never become Israel. If I don't deal with Jacob. Look at your name and say, get lost. Turn your phone off for six hours one day in your life. Just one day in your life. Take, turn your phone off for six hours. Just turn it off. Y'all getting nervous now. Well, what am I, what are, how, how am I going to Because the iPhone has become an IV. And we live by that thing. We can't even live without the eye. I say, I hear y'all. I got that's why I got a droid. I don't like droids, okay? I got an iPhone. So all y'all droids be quiet. iPhone make some noise in the back. <laughs> all my sisters mad because they got droids. Oh well. You gotta come up, 2020. You gotta come up. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I can hear their thoughts now. Well, buy me a company iPhone then. I can't make you come up. You got to choose it. Come on, sir. <laughs> Stop playing. We in church. So you got to get alone. You got to be okay with moments of solitude. Healthy solitude. Healthy isolation. Because you can also be tormented in your mind if you're alone too much. That's when I dealt with suicide the most. When me and my wife were separated, uh, I, I dealt with suicide almost on a daily basis because I was so legalistic and religious and, oh my God, if you sin once, hell opens for you. I mean, you're going to hell that night. Literally. I'm like, man, let me just get my house in order. It's over for me. I done cussed today at school. I'm going to hell tonight. That's how I grew up. I know it's funny, but that's the, the, the mind. That's how I grew up. Very religious, very legalistic. So I was like, yo, so when my, my wife and I separated, I dealt with suicide every week. I, I dealt with the spirit of suicide. I know what he sounds like. It sounds like it's actually a false peace. It's a, it's a, it actually it sounds like it's going to rescue you. Suicide sometimes sounds like the only way out. The only way to peace, you ain't going to feel this no more. Suicide is so convincing that people actually commit it. But the devil is a liar. You shall live and not die, saith the Lord. Clap your hands and say hallelujah. Clap your hands and say I shall live and not die. 
come against the spirit of suicide, not only in this church, in Orlando, not only Orlando, in Florida, not only in Florida, the East Coast, not only the East Coast, the Midwest, not just the Midwest, the West Coast, not just America, the world! We live, church, stand against the spirit of suicide. You shall live, live, live! Somebody scream, live! Woo, glory to Jesus. Let moments of solitude be your friend. Let it be your ally and not your enemy. Embrace moments alone. And in those moments, God's going to deal with you. Let me move it quickly. All right. And he said unto him, in that moment alone, when he sent everybody away, leave me alone. I need a moment before we cross over. I need a moment to just think. Right? Because I know who I am in light of everybody around me, but I need to know who I am when I'm by myself. I need to know what I lean to when you ain't there. So he said, what is your name? The angel wrestled him and he said, what is your name? What are you called? What, 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 what do people call you? What's your label? See, it's important to know who you be because we said it a couple of weeks ago, when you know who you be, you know how to function. You almost know your purpose when you know who you are. You don't have to seek your purpose if you know who you are. You, you understand what I'm saying? I said it the weeks before. If I know I'm a broom, I know I sweep something. You don't have to tell me to sweep if I know I'm a broom. So your identity confirms your purpose. So stop going after your purpose so much and start asking God, how do you see me? Because when you call me pastor, you, you, you almost summons that side of me to accurately serve you. Did y'all hear what I just said? When you call her Pastor Tay, she, she enters into a realm of service that you summoned. You called on the pastor side of her. So she don't see you as her little daughters or her business partners because you called her pastor. When you call me Pastor Ty, you summons a side of me that can accurately serve you. So I don't speak with, a, with, with as much slang. I'm not as, you know what I mean? I, you, you call a certain side of me. This is why sometimes people want and need to label their relationships. Uh-oh. Let me hear you get this point out for everybody leave. That's why she'll stop sometimes and say, hey, hey, baby, how you doing? What is this? Right. What is that? No, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I love City Walk. I love the miniature golf. It's so cute. I love it. Jumanji was good. Thank you for taking me. But whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? It's not always for control. But for boundaries, responsibility, and function. Ooh. <laughs> I need to know what to call this so I know the boundaries, my responsibility, and my function. So what you call me matters. Because the thing you call me pulls on a responsibility. 
Don't call me your boo if I'm not your boo. Because I ain't getting you nothing for Valentine's Day and we ain't going to describe. Never mind. That's little stuff. That's little stuff. That's little, but. Don't put responsibility on me without identifying what this is. Because when you identify, you ain't got to ask me because I know my role. Too many relationships are undefined. They're unidentified and everybody just kind of flirting and playing and trying to figure it out. Not even just flirting uh, romantically, even business relationships. You don't really call it nothing. We just kind of whatever. And then you can easily be hurt. You can easily be disappointed because you thought this was going to be something. But it wasn't identified. And just like that, you can't afford to freelance in the earth. You can't afford to act like you ain't got no purpose or identity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What you call me pulls on a function that can serve you. That's why God is very clear on our identity. He's very clear on uh, his identity, his function, and he's clear on his identity in our lives. I'm your father. Luke, I am your father. In case you didn't know, oh, teach us how to pray. Yo, Jesus, you turn water into wine? Yo, you, you, do, you feeding all these people with two fishes? You raising the dead? How do you pray? How do you pray? They wanted the power. They wanted the results. They wanted the, the anointing. He started with our father. Oh, y'all missed it. Everything after that is easy because you just said, I'm your son. You just said, I'm your child. By calling him father, he's now responsible to cover for you, provide for you, make ways for you. And all you said was, Abba, I belong to you. Abba. Somebody call him father right now. Father, I belong to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I belong to say, Abba. You say, say, I belong to. I know who I am because I know who you are. And you are my other. Yeah, 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 yeah. One more time, one more time, one more time, one more time. Raise your voice and call him who he is. I call you protector. I call you provider. I call you initiator and creator. You're the initiator, your father. You started my life. 
you are alpha you are beginning and the end I call you father I call you Abba I call you holy I call you righteous I call you way maker I call you provider I call you healer you're everything to me You're everything. Call them what you need today. never face us so we never learn him because they that worship him you gotta worship him in spirit and in truth honesty so Jacob responded honestly before he crossed over he had to face himself and he was honest with God and said God this is me and God is like thank you Thank you for saying you're a liar. Thank you for not being scared to tell me who you are. Because I'm the only one that can take who you are. I'm the only one that can take who you be <laughs> and make that who you used to be. Oh, God. And then I'll make you. Let's go to the title page. I'm the only one that can take who you be and make that what you used to be. And then I'll create this the title, The Newbies. Good God Almighty. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie. I know who you used to know, but God doesn't change me. Oh, Has anybody been changed in the room? Has anybody been bought with the price? Has anybody been washed in the blood of the Lamb? High five your neighbor and say, I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie. Now, don't be scared and think I'm just starting it. I just did the title in the middle of the sermon. Let me give y'all this. And then we're all going home. I'm glad you said Jacob. Most will be embarrassed to say, God, I'm a liar. Because you know God don't play that. When I grew up, we... Never mind. So, this is the point. You have a religious upbringing 
Being honest about your emotions and feelings can be somewhat taboo. You know, you know, now, we shouldn't be governed by our feelings, but we should know them because that's who we be. Now, a lot of real, I was telling this to my wife who grew up without her father in the house, uh, who, 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 whose mother was very young. She had her at 18, 16, I'm sorry. She had her at 16, very young, so her mom is still trying to figure out who she'd be. She's, she's kind of ashamed that she had her. So uh, my wife was born with the weight of shame from the womb. She had shame from the womb, so my wife came out embarrassed, like, What's, why do I feel this way? So, 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 so she had that type of upbringing, and so she lived with a stepfather, and when she was at her dad's house, the dad had kids and a whole different family, so she just felt like, I'm just going to be to myself. She was to herself a lot, and that benefited her because she cultivated her authentic relationship yeah. with God. Yeah. I, ain't that great? So I'm telling her what I'm about to preach tomorrow. Like, babe, we got to be honest with our emotions. She's like, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, you're a real person. See, I grew up religious, not real. And there might be a couple of people in here that came up like me. So real people, I'll get to y'all in a minute. Y'all just shake your head and say, yeah. But people that came up like me, soon as the feeling of anger came, you're like, no, you can't be angry. If jealousy rises up, no, don't be jealous. That ain't God. Don't, you can't be God. You feel lust up. Get that up. Get that out of here. You. So we never encounter or experience us. Your feelings shouldn't be the governor, but it's a great dictator of the raw you. Your feelings expose the raw you. Oh God, don't let feelings run you, but you should know what they are because that's you. As embarrassing as it may seem, I get bitter sometimes. I get jealous sometimes. I envy people on social media. Oh my God. You know, we get a, we, we embarrassed by that, so we never express it. And I, I don't mind that we don't express it. But you should encounter it and experience it within yourself. Because if you don't know yourself, you can't know God. You won't accept Christ. If, if you don't know, yo, I'm the type of person that'll get jealous in a second. You won't know that God's grace is keeping you yeah. from, okay. Yeah. If we don't know who we are, we'll think we're good. Yeah. That's religion. You suppress all the bad feelings. I'm not saying express it. But you should know that, oh, that's me right there. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Without being washed, I stink. Y'all not with me yet? Y'all not with me yet? Yeah, they see how you dressed up today. They see how cute your post is with your filter. But you know your dirty thoughts. You know your, never mind. I'm not trying to expose you. I'm saying you need to know that's me without God. Because I need to know what's me and I need to know what's him. So if I know the raw me, the embarrassing me that I don't want nobody to know, I know what his grace is covering. I, I know what his power, are y'all, never mind, y'all don't understand this. Can anybody else praise God that his grace is covering all of our sin, all of our mess? Your neighbor sitting next to you had no idea how dirty you can get without being washed. They don't have a clue. 
the grace of God says they never have to know. Did you hear what I said? They never have to know. Let me get y'all out of here. Oh, hallelujah. Feelings can be a good indicator of innate propensities. Hallelujah. In other words, your feelings are a good way to recognize the raw you. Raw you. So now I got another me. Paul talks about this in Romans. Yo, when I would do good, yo, evil. Evil is pressing. Let's look at it. Let's go to it. Let's go to it. Really quickly, as I'm coming, as I'm around my second closing. I find in the law, when I would do good. Okay, so my intentions is good. But evil is present. That's how strong the old, the raw me is. Even when I want, sometimes when you want to do evil, it seems like good is not present. But when you want to do good, evil is there. That's how strong your first man is. Sin is so strong that it can be present in good moments. But it seems like the word ain't strong enough to be in evil moments. Never mind. All right, never mind. Yeah, I thought another one. When I would do good, evil is present with me. With me. It's with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see something else, y'all. I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind. It's a war going on right now in your mind. It's a war. The word is going forth. But the flesh is like, yo, when you going to eat? How long you going to stay here? How long the sermon going to be? Kiki's about to close. What's up? My leg's getting tired. My hand, I'm uncomfortable. The flesh will find any reason not to receive the word. But in the name of Jesus, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. It's a war going on in my mind. Trying to bring me to captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. This is Jacob wrestling. This is the wrestle. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Here's the answer. I thank God. Woo! Somebody say, God is a deliverer. When Paul was talking, when Paul was talking, uh, uh, he said, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I don't know how to, how to do this example, but uh, uh, give me the book bag, please. A book bag, John. Thank you, it don't matter. Paul was talking about, he was in prison writing this, and he would see how the, the, uh, the what, was, what was his name? Uh, 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 the, the ancient tyrant, Mazentius. Mazentius, it's the ancient tyrant. When he would punish murderers, the punishment for murderers was to tie or chain the body they killed onto their body. That was the death sentence. Since you killed somebody, you walk around with their dead body for the rest of your life. Y'all quiet. So, so Paul says, oh wretched man that I am, who gonna deliver me from the old self? Because I'm walking around with another body connected to me. I'm walking around with my old ways attached to me. I'm walking around with my old thoughts attached to me. Who's going to help me come out of this? Who's going to free me from my own self? He said, I thank God. What if you had to walk around tied to your mistakes? Hello. 
everybody you disappointed, they tied them to you? What, what if everybody you hurt and ain't God good? Clap your hands and say, God is good. I ain't got to walk around with no, not, no physical body, no spiritual shame, no guilt. God is so good. He freed us. I said he set us free. I said he set you free. I said he set you free. I said he set you free. And who the sun sets free? Somebody say it's free indeed. Okay, let me get this point out. Listen to this really quickly as we close. Of course, we're going to pray before we leave. There's a book. It's called In the Cry of the Soul. The author Dan says that feelings are so important. He said, ignoring our emotions is turning our back on reality. Listening to our emotions ushers us into reality. Not obeying or expressing or serving our emotions, but just at least listening and knowing what they are. And the reality is where we meet God. Jacob said, my name is Jacob. Emotions are the language of the soul. They are the cry that gives the heart a voice. However, we often turn a deaf ear through emotional denial, distortion, or disengagement. We strain out anything disturbing in order to gain tenuous control over our inner world. So anything that disrupts your world, you just... You just discard it without engaging it. We are frightened and ashamed of what leaks into our consciousness. In neglecting our intense emotions, we are false to ourselves and lose a wonderful opportunity to know God. We forget that change comes through brutal honesty and vulnerability, vulnerability towards God. Allow yourself to experience the full weight of your feelings Allow them without censoring them. Then you can reflect thoughtfully on them and then bring them under the lordship of Jesus Christ. God, what do you feel about what I feel? Because when you don't take that to God, he's not lord over that area. When you just tuck it, you come up with your solution, fig leaves. When you just try to cover your, ooh, that ain't like God. You put fig leaves on something that you should have lambskin over. God is saying, stop covering yourself. Because when you cover yourself, there's gaps open. I can still see your nakedness. But when I cover you, did y'all hear what I just said? When I cover you, it's almost like the prodigal son. This is my last closure. The prodigal son, the father let him have an experience. Father, give me, he gave it to me, let him have it, and he went away and he spent his substance on ratchet living. But he let him go and experience that because that's where the Bible says he came to himself. Y'all remember that? It's Luke 15, verse 17. He came to himself. And then he said, hold on. My father's servants are eating better than me. I'm going to go back and just be a servant because that's who I be right now. He came to God. I mean, he came to his father honestly and said, make me a servant. I'm not worthy. This is his feelings. Take your feelings to the father. Never mind. 
He took his honest posture to the father and the father's response was incredible. He said, listen, take the rope, get the best robe. He covered him, get the best robe, put a ring on his hand, put shoes on his feet. He had no idea because the prodigal son thought, this is who I be now. And God said, no, that's who you used to be. Now I can make you something new. Hmm. He came to himself. He said, that's the level I deserve. That's the level I behave like. But the father said, you behaved on that level, but that's still not who you are. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. My last scripture today, we're all going home together. It's the end of that scripture. He said, what is your name? He said, Jacob. His answer was, no more. And I want to say this to y'all before you cross over. (laughs) You had to come to this place before you cross over. Because God had to end some things. And what he ended was what he thought about himself. No more shall you see yourself as Jacob. Nobody else was there. All the family was sent over. I got to deal with how you see you. So you can be the leader of your family. So you can be the provider for your family. So you can be who I created you to be. I got to change how you see you. No more. He didn't say, no, you're not. He didn't say, you're lying. He was honest. That's who he be. But no more. God is declaring a no more over your life today. Live before you cross over to 2020. He's looking at some things concerning you. Whatever you'll bring him. And he's saying, no more. Shall you be Jacob? But Israel. Is anybody ready to cross over into Israel? I see you, brother. This is for you. You are no longer Jacob, but you are Israel. Whatever people have called you or however you thought about yourself, God is elevating your identity. I said, God is elevating your identity. Somebody say, I'm going higher. I can't hear y'all. Somebody else say, I'm going higher. He's changing who you be to you. Your bio don't have to change on social media. How you see yourself has to change. Some of y'all think too low of yourselves. Some of us think too high of ourselves. God is saying no more. You have to know who you are before you cross over into 2020. And listen to this, y'all. It's not on this. Go back to the first scripture. No, second scripture. Third slide. Yeah, watch this. During the night, no, before that. During the night, he took us up after taking him. This left Jacob all alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him to the breaking of dawn. I'm done right here. (laughs) This literally says it, but studies also show that Jacob didn't wrestle the angel. The angel wrestled him. I was by myself, minding my business, and you came and picked a fight with me. Come on, Liv. I'm about to help y'all real quick. I'm about to help you. (laughs) The angel was wrestling Jacob. So your purpose is saying, let's go. Y'all missed what I said. You are about to come into a moment before 2020 when your purpose is going to say, all right, let's go. And we're so stubborn, we'll fight again. 
God is saying, am I, ooh, God said, I'll pick a fight with you to bless you. I will wrestle you to take you higher. I will fight you for this healing. I'm a, ooh, God will never fight you unless it's to bless you. God will never wrestle you unless it's to bless you, unless it's to elevate you. He is committed. The Bible says the word cannot return to him void. It has to accomplish what it is set out to do. So the spirit is saying, oh, I got to bless you. Oh, I got to heal you. I got to change you. I can't go back without giving you your blessing. I can't go back without giving you your new identity. The spirit has a responsibility to bless you. Our purpose don't give up so easily. It wrestles with us. So God is picking a fight with some of y'all. We had no problem in our relationship. What's going on? Maybe it's the other person or maybe it's this angel picking a fight with that level. <laughs> maybe God is starting some trouble in your life to give you a new name. <laughs> y'all quiet. Maybe it ain't the devil. <laughs> maybe it's not Satan. Maybe it's not hell and high water. Ah, maybe it's God. Ha, maybe he said, I'm sick of that level. You're not going into 2020 that low. That hurt. That disappointed. Get up. Get up. Stand up. Raise up. I got to take you higher. I will fight you to bless you. I will wrestle you to... On your feet, everybody. Literally, 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 literally. Come on, stand up. Let that be a sign. I'm standing up this year. I'm standing up next year. The Spirit has to accomplish what it is set to do. Even if it wrestles you. Look at this. Here's proof. Here's proof that it's the spirit. Look at the next scripture. Uh, uh, the next one. The Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever. Because they're merely mortal. So their days will be 120 years. So he gave himself a limit on how long to fight you to be good to you. I'm trying to tell you who you be and you fighting me year after year I'm only gonna give you 120 because right. I ain't gonna keep fighting you to be good yeah. I talked to somebody who who started dating some young lady who come from serious dysfunction and abuse and he was like yo she can't even receive love from me I'm a good dude I did some dirt but I'm good I'm, I'm trying to be good to her and her attitude is just like yo just hurry up and hurt me like everybody else Hurry up and do me dirty. She can't even enjoy dinner because when you gonna break up with me? You can't even enjoy a night out. You can't even enjoy me building. You can't even accept me being good to you. I'm fighting you to be good. I'm not fighting you to apologize and to take me back. I'm just, why do I have to contend with you to bless you? You want your ways that bad? You want to do it how you want to do it that badly that you will fight the spirit 
No more. No more will we be foolish enough to fight the spirit of God because he only wants to do us good. I'm stopping. I'm not done with this at all. Because identity is a, that's the whole Bible. The whole Bible is telling us who we be. So you can't stop the bees. I'm just, I mean, you can't end it. Well, you can't, anyway. I'm stopping it, but I'm not done. Know who you be and stop fighting it. Who you be is going to cause, oh, y'all, listen to this. Oh, gosh. Look, can you come stand with me just so I can know I'm ending? You can grab your microphone just in case God speaks to you. We're going home together. Thank you all for not walking. I appreciate it. We're going to pray over you. We're going home in Jesus' name. Who God is calling you to be could possibly be so different that you might literally have to start calling yourself something else. My cousin, when he got saved, they used to call him, you know, his name, then he's... His street name, like Scales. Where are you at? All right. That's his name is Scales. That's my name in the street. Scales, 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 Scales. When God changed him, I'm not Scales, I'm Mellow. I'm Melvin. I'm... The change is so drastic that you literally have to change how people address you. Because if they continue to call you what they what you used to be, you are now arrested to the responsibility of being that. Are you willing to change all of that to be all he called you to be? You willing? Because if any man be be in Christ, he's a you're a newbie. He makes you a newbie. And this is setting us up for next year. It's going to be a glorious year. I can't wait till next Sunday to tell you the direction we're going. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But God wants to make not just things new, but you new. I'm not against hyphenated names in marriages. But I always use it as an example. And I don't know anybody here who has it. So I'm not talking about you. But in some cases, certain people want to hold on to who they used to be known as and who they're now, who they now be. So now I'm Tiffany Watson Williams. Watson Williams. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm accepting this new me, but I ain't letting go completely of who I used to be. Are you willing to drop who you used to be to embrace who you're now married to completely? In order to do that, you got to trust him. If I let go of my name, I know you're not going to make me ashamed. If I let go of who I used to be, I know you're not going to let me down. Does anybody trust God that much? Let me hear you. If you trust God that much, praise him. I trust you. All right. Before Wednesday, find some time of solitude. Before we cross over, turn your phone 
to the off. It don't got to be a surprise to people. You can tell them, hey, I'm about to shut my phone off. You can put it on social media. I, I don't care. Find time to find you so you can find him. Find time. You cannot afford to go into 2020 with a false self again. You can't. You cannot afford to go into 2020 with a false self another year. No. God, I'm giving you me raw. And only you can take who I be, change it, and make me a newbie. If you want to go into 2020 changed, find isolation, take God the raw you, and you're going to come out and come in with victory in Jesus. If you believe that, clap your hands. All right. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.